And that's a bit of the debut single from my guest, Chris Barkley. It's called Loved You Like That, and it's out of country radio right now. Chris was the 2018 winner of the Boots and Hearts Emerging Artist Showcase, and he's nominated this year for the CMA Ontario Rising Star Award. We'll talk to him about that, plus uh, the music video for his new single, as well as how hockey was a really big part of his life until music came along. All that and much more, my pleasure to welcome Chris Barkley. Hey, Chris. How's it going, Dave? It is going awesome. So great to finally have you. This is the first time ever that you've been on the show. You know, I feel like I've known you for like, I don't know, what, four or five years maybe and and, uh, been following along with all your stuff and been a big fan of it. So I'm excited to finally get to be an official guest on the show. Yes, awesome. It is about time. And with a great reason for you to be here, of course, with so much going on. The new single is out now. You're doing a big radio tour for Loved You Like That. How does it feel to have a song out of radio? Man, it's, I mean, it's, it's incredible. It's, um, it's thrilling. It's terrifying. It's exciting. It's, um, you know, it's, it's all the things all at once. I'm very grateful to have, uh, you know, an extremely, uh, you know, talented, knowledgeable, um, you know, very, um, just, I'm just grateful to be working with a team that I have at Warner Music Canada, and they're doing such a good job of, you know, I'm learning so much from them. And and as well, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm feeling, you know, just excited about all the things that we're working on. We're going to talk more about the song and get the story behind it. Chris, you are one of the writers on it, of course. Uh, but first, tell me about the experience at Boots and Hearts and winning. Man, Dave, that was <laughs> that's an experience. I'll tell you. I mean, it's uh, <laughs> it, it is the most it is the most nerve wracking and experience, but it is also the most exciting thing. Um, first and foremost. Uh, I was told that there was almost 400 people that applied for the showcase in the first place. So 400 entries. So that's a lot of people, you know, and and a lot of talent. And uh, so the way it kind of works for those that maybe don't know all the way about it is uh, they they secure the top seven and then numbers eight, nine, and 10 go into a wild card vote, a fan wild card vote. And we were one of those three that were in the wild card vote last year. And so first and foremost to, you know, all your listeners, um, I just want to say thanks to anyone who took the time not only to check out the video, but took the time to vote. Uh, it just means, means the world to me. And, and, uh, you know, so I wouldn't have been able to do what I did if it wasn't for all the fans that took time to, uh, uh the fans of country music took time to vote. So that's number one, first mm-hmm. and foremost. But when you get to boots on that, uh, on the, on the, uh, during the festival we had on the Thursday we had 10 minutes to perform and we had you know you do whatever you wanted for, for the 10 minutes and play a couple songs and fortunately enough we were picked to move on to the Sunday and uh, you know when you get to the Sunday you get one song you know on the main stage of Boots and Hearts wow. and it's you know, I mean, if that's not, uh, you know, daunting enough, I mean, and, and the performance <laughs> part of it is, is exciting, right? The perform we love to be on stage and perform. I mean, you know, that's what, yeah. we, that's what I love to do. I'm more comfortable on a stage than I am in a studio, but, uh, but for me to, you know, to, 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 cause I've been at this now, Dave, for a lot of years, like I've been, I've been professionally doing this for, you know, I would say close to eight years or so. So 
you know, you really dedicate yourself to something for that long. And then all of a sudden you have one mm-hmm. song and at the end of that song, you know, as long as you don't screw up, then there's Warner Music Canada ready to help you out. So, wow. so you can imagine the, no pressure at all. kind of the nerves, no pressure. I right? just, yeah, just, just yeah. go out there and play one song and don't screw it up. So one song. anyway, so that's, that's kind of <laughs> what we did. And, uh, you know, as we get further along here, we'll talk about the single. Uh, we actually chose to play, the single because I had it written prior to Boots and Hearts. We chose to play the single at Boots and Hearts on that Sunday for our one and only song. So there you are on stage and you hear your name announced as the winner at Boots and Hearts. That is such a big deal. It's the start of bigger things to come at that point. Tell me how you felt in that moment. Man, Dave, that when you hear your name called at a situation like that, um, you know, I think uh I didn't feel my feet on the stage for probably 35, 45 seconds. So, uh, and that probably, that probably felt like more like 10 minutes, but, uh, you know, when that happens, it's a sense of, I think of validation of just, you know, you're doing something right, mm-hmm. you know, and by no means do I think mm-hmm. because I, because I was successful that weekend that I quote unquote made it or anything. I think there's a long way that we still want to go and, and we're just kind of getting started here, you know, as far as I'm concerned, mm-hmm. it's just a sense of validation of, you know, something, something that you did over the past eight years of kind of getting things going for yourself was correct. Something. Absolutely. I mean, that's kind of, that's, that's kind of yeah. what it is for us. And, and, uh, you know, it's a crazy experience and again, um, you know, exciting and thrilling and, you know, and, and having the opportunity to, you know, write with some people that I've written with and record and, you know, work with Warner Music Canada and, and, you know, get a chance to, you know, put out a single that I'm as proud of as I am of, of Loved You Like That and shoot a video that I that I just couldn't wait for everybody to see. I mean, you know, everything's mm-hmm. just been so positive since then, and, and uh, it's just been such a great ride. All right, Chris, well, let's get to the story behind the song. We're going to hear it in just a bit. You are one of the writers on it, so tell me about the inspiration behind Loved You Like That. So this song, uh, kind of cool, I think, how it came together. Um I kind of had a bit of an idea for it on the way in, just kind of, you know, uh, loved you like that. Just kind of seeing someone you were with and, um, you know, maybe on social media or wherever else, and you're kind of seeing them happy with somebody else. And it's like, yeah, I should have loved you like that. You know, that's kind of nice. the idea that I had. I just took it into a room and, and the guys kind of bit. So the chorus came real quick and then we thought, oh man, let's slow down and really dial into the verses and, you know, make sure we get it right. Um, but, you know, but how the song came together is really cool for, for me. Um, you know, uh, so, so Thomas Rhett's drummer is actually from Oshawa. I don't know if you knew that or not. And, uh, oh, I didn't know that. And I got, cool. yeah, his drummer's from Oshawa and one of his guitar players is from Toronto. Um, anyway, so the, uh, his, nice. his drummer, his name is, his number's drummer's name is Chris. And I got, I got, um, I got hooked up with Chris through Chris's brother, uh, just being local guys. I'm from Ajax and they're, they're Oshawa. Uh, but now obviously Chris is living in Nashville and, um, his brother said, Hey man, you know, um, Steve said to me, he goes, you know, your song's pretty cool. And, and that, and, you know, cause he, we'd been buddies for a while and he said, maybe it's time I, uh, I send him down to my brother and see, you know, what he thinks. And, and, you know, maybe, uh, you guys can write a couple songs together and that's all it was, you know? And, uh, and I said, dad, no, no worries. I mean, if he's into it, cool. And if not, no big deal. Don't, don't, don't try and force anything. Don't be, don't be weird about it or whatever. And, uh, he said, cool. Right. And he, uh, and, and Chris seemed into it. So he said, Hey man, why don't you come down and write some songs with me and I'll get a couple boys in a room and we'll, we'll get it going. And so it was me, uh, Chris, um, and then Josh Reedy, who is Thomas's, uh, 
keys, guitar, background vocalist. And another guy, Brian Bunn, who's a Nashville guy. Um, you know, he's worked with tons of people. You know how it goes down there. Um, writes everything. And, yeah. and, and he's a producer, and he's a player, and he's a, you know, the Nashville thing. Oh, right That's on. all I can say about yeah. that. And, uh, and it's the four of us in a room. <laughs> And it was actually Chris's studio. He owns a place down there, and it's a really great little studio. And we just sat down and started writing songs, and Loved You Like That was the first one we wrote together. Uh, the song just kind of came wow. together, like I said, you know, and we really loved it. And at the time, I didn't know anything about Boots yet, or I didn't know all that kind of stuff. And and he, uh, I said, man, I think it's time I really cut something and put something out there finally. You know what, I just got to get, get out there and do it. You know, I got to finally release something. Cause I've never released anything in my life mm-hmm. until Loves You Like That. He goes, well, all right, well, let's, let's record them. Let's cut them. And I said, oh, okay, who's going who's gonna to produce them? He goes, well, you know, we'll do it. And I said, oh, <laughs> okay. And so the coolest part about this, Dave, where I'm going with this, I know you're a song guy. I know you're a story of the song kind of guy. And I think this is pretty unique. Absolutely. Um, you know, the four of us wrote the song. The three of them produced it. And there were no session players. It wow. was the four of us that played. Well, I didn't play any instruments. The three of those guys played every instrument. Oh, you know, my goodness. Drums, bass, keys, acoustic guitar, electric guitar, programming. Um, <laughs> they were taking turns on instruments, trying to get the parts, you know, that they were looking for. And programming, all the, you know, all that goes into recording a, a, a single in, you know, today's country music. Just they, man, they crushed mm-hmm. it. They did it all. So there was wow. nobody until we went into mixing and mastering world that, that was on that song except for the four of us. Incredible. I, yeah, I just thought it was a really cool uh, a way that the song came together. It didn't change hands a lot. It was, you know, it was something that we created in that room, and then we recorded it right there in the same room. And the reaction to this song, obviously, when you play it live, and now that you've had it out at radio and people are hearing it, what are, what are you hearing about the song, Chris? Well, I think, you know, it's a song, first of all, that I just think that I hope people can relate to, you know, male or female. I think, you know, you know, either you've you've been with someone and now they're gone with somebody else and you wish you maybe did things different. Or maybe you're in a relationship that you're now out of and happier with someone else and thinking, yeah, I wish that person did love me like that because they were a good person and it just didn't work out for whatever. So I just hope it's a relatable song for people. I think country music's really good for being relatable like that. When I when we recorded it and, and when we started playing it live, um, the reason why we chose it to play um, at that Boots and Hearts um, when we only had the one song and we could only, you know, we only had one shot kind of thing on the Sunday to play it, um, we just were watching crowds as we were playing it and it just seemed that people were kind of engaged with us. You know, we didn't see a lot of cell phones up in the air in terms of like, you know, well, we did some people, you know, but no one was like, you know, looking the other way or you know, everyone's kind of really engaged when we're playing that song. And so when I said to the guys, when we only had the one song, I said, you know, guys, uh, you know, I'm terrified right now. Like, this is one song we get. What should we do? You know, should we play a party song, a drinking song? Or should we play a cover? What Like, what should yeah. we do? You know, and the guys were all like, man, loves you like that. Let's uh, share the song now with our listeners, Chris, and then we'll come back and talk about the music video that goes with the song and also a great story of how losing a bet led you to where you are now in music and people have to stay tuned for that this is chris barkley loved you like that on in the country
moonlit nights out on the boardwalk Stealing a kiss, watching the waves fall Stay up all night, listening to you talk Lose track of time and not care at all It looks like a perfect night Everything is going right I've never seen you smile like this before Should have loved you like that See the way you look at him Feelings coming back again Should have known what I Second chance to change your mind and change your plans, your heart would never be another man. Should've loved you like that. See the way you look at him, feelings coming back again. Should've known what I. Coming back again, should've known what I had. I should've known what I And that is Chris Barkley with his debut single now at Country Radio called Loved You Like That. He was the 2018 winner of the Boots and Hearts Emerging Artist Showcase. And this year he's up for the Rising Star Award at the CMA Ontario Awards. They happen in June in Ottawa. All right, so we've heard the song now, Chris. Tell me about the great video that you shot for it. It was my first time shooting a music video, so I, I wasn't totally sure exactly what to expect, um, which made it kind of exciting. But um, So we uh, Ben Neckel directed it, and he directs everybody's video, it seems. He's, you know, he's just a real <laughs> talented guy, and he's got a really creative mind and, and, and just really good at what he does. Um, so 
we were looking at, uh, you know, you know, Ben kind of told us his idea for the song and right away I was kind of just, just kind of hooked on. I don't want to say too, too much about the actual video itself. Cause I want people to go and watch it. But when he told us what he, what he, what he, what he saw for the visual component of the video, I was kind of blown away. I thought it was amazing. And I said to Ben, man, I, I need, I just really, really want the, cause this song to me is about the lyrics and I really want the lyrics to come to life. I need you to give the lyrics to life in the video and man i think he really took it seriously he took it to heart and and he did such a great job of of just giving the song that visual component that really i in my opinion really jumps out at actually when you when you watch it and when you listen to it um but the experience of shooting itself was was just crazy i mean it was the first it was the first time i had a full face of makeup dave i'll tell you that for free right now First time, full face. I had to sit in a makeup chair for like a half an hour or something. So <laughs> it was definitely a unique experience. And But, uh, you know, there was That's 15 funny. people that day on that shoot. 15 people it took to wow. put a to put a three-minute video together. You know, I mean, it's just yeah. – it's. It's crazy the amount of work that all of them put in, and I don't—I truly don't think that the video would have been the same if hadn't any of those people not been there. So, you know, th- very thankful for Amazing. that whole day and for everybody that was there that day that helped, you know, create this three again three minutes to represent a song and and that. But it took a whole day and it took a lot of effort from a lot of people. So, uh, you know, very grateful yeah. for for all of that. And, and but it was very exciting and, and and it was a lot of fun and um, you know um, so. Uh, yeah, I just I'd love people to check it out, and, and I just think it adds a lot to the song. It absolutely does, and that's what I love about music videos. When they're done right, they do add an element to the song, maybe another dimension, or at least they just take it to another level, and, and your video does that for sure. You're very natural in front of the camera and also on stage because you do a lot of hosting. You've done it at the Next Country Music Star. You've done it at Havelock. You really like uh, not only the performing part, I'm assuming you also like kind of the emceeing stuff. You know what? It, it was not something that I <laughs> planned on being part of my career, you know. But it just okay. was so much fun. And and when uh, you know when when Jen uh, asked me to to, uh, to host the Havelock Jamboree, I thought what a what an honor that would be. You know, I mean the prestigious mm-hmm. Havelock Jamboree, and it's been around for so long. And you know, it's its thirtieth oh, yeah. year this year, kind of thing. So um, you know, when I was asked to do it, it's like. Well, yeah, of course, you know, I, I, I don't know how I'm going to do it, but of course I'll do it, you know, <laughs> and, you know, I just had you so much yes fun first? doing it and I thought, yeah, yeah for sure. That's, that's, the, that's the way, the, that's the way of the music business. You say yes, and then you figure out how you're going to pull it off. <laughs> well, <laughs> so you were anyway, great. Yeah, I saw we, you at Havelock. You were great on stage. It was so much fun, Dave. We, you know, we had fun and, and we, uh, you know, I just was, my whole goal was just to try and make sure that you know, in between artists that, you know, that the, that the fans that pay so much, uh, it's expensive to go to country music festivals, no matter which one you choose to go to. So, you know, I wanted to make sure that everyone was kind of always engaged and having fun. And, and, uh, I mean, it's the same, whether I'm emceeing or whether I'm performing, I just, you know, I'm there to entertain people. So, you know, so much fun doing that and and the next country star and all that. And, you know, uh, grateful for the opportunity Mm and, and, uh, yeah, I mean, tons of fun. You've hosted stuff before. So, you know, I get a real kick out of trying to get a rise out of people. So Chris, we know how wonderful the country music genre is the music, of course, that goes without saying, but the fans are amazing. And what makes the fans so amazing, of course, they are loyal and they love to not only hear you perform on stage and see you, but they always love to have a chance to chat with you afterwards off stage, maybe to talk about how much the music means to them, how much they enjoyed the show. But I just love how 
they they love that chance to chat with you. Oh, absolutely. I think that's the I think that's one of my favorite parts of the whole thing is is getting a chance to actually, you know, jump down and say hi to to people after the show and and um you know, and, and, and meet people. And I'm, I'm just, I'm thankful for, for everyone that comes out to see us play and especially those that continue to come and have been supporting us for years. So anytime I get a chance to, to go and, and say hi to people and, and uh, you know, connect with people, I think that's just, it's, mm-hmm. it's something small that I can do that I hope, you know, can, uh, you know, make someone's night even more special. Well, as we all know, you and I and everyone listening know, Chris, country songs, uh, they, they, play such an importance in our lives. They get us through some tough times. They inspire us. They're there in the good times. There's a country song for just about every occasion. Talk about that and how uh, country music plays a part in all our lives. Absolutely. You know, they could be the soundtrack for your party or they could be helping you through an emotionally tough time or they can be, you know, helping you through an emotionally great time. They can be there, uh, you know, for sure. just to, you know, for anything. And I think that's part of the reason why I fell in love with country in the first place when I first started was just because there was a song for everything and, you know, and, and you can always relate to the song. So your influences, Chris, I think uh, from when we've talked before, Eric Church is on that list of people who've inspired you. Uh, yeah. I mean, you know, uh, that list is constantly, you know, evolving as we go. I mean, Air Church is still a huge influence of mine. Um, but, you know, that, that list constantly evolves because I, you know, I listen to music, you know, literally all the time. If I'm driving, I got music on, or if I'm, uh, you know, mm-hmm. doing chores or whatever it is, I, I got music on. So I listen to all kinds of stuff and I, and I draw from, from, from anything and anything, um, you know, um, I'm just trying to I'm just trying to be the best artist that I can be, the best songwriter and the best performer and entertainer that I can be. And you know, Eric Church definitely is one of them for me. He was he was my he was my kind of my my first, you know, big country hero, I guess. And uh, you know, and, and I mean there's tons, but you can talk about the entertainmentship of Garth Brooks, the showmanship, the uh you know, the 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 way he delivers his you don't even have to like Garth Brooks' songs and you'll love his show. You know, he's that good of an entertainer, yeah. you know. Um yeah. You know, and it didn't, you know, most recently I've been really into, uh, you know, obviously Thomas Rhett stuff. He's he's blowing up like crazy, and Old Dominion, mm-hmm. Luke Combs. I mean, you know, all these guys yeah. are just doing great things. Dan and Shay, like the vocal talent there is insane, and you know, these are all things that just kind of inspire me to kind of be better and and do uh, do what I do better. So, yeah, I mean, you know, definitely those ones for sure. Among, I could probably sit here and rattle off another fifty artists that I think are awesome. <laughs> There's a ton, exactly. Uh, and we talked about Boots and Hearts being a big step last year, winning that uh, Emerging Artist Showcase. Now, this year, uh, in June, at the CMA Ontario Awards, you are nominated for Rising Star of the Year. Congratulations. Yeah, thanks so much. And, you know, again, blown away by that. Um, you know, I've been I've been going to the CMA Ontario Awards weekend since its inaugural year in Markham. Um, you know, I've never missed one. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, so right to be going as a as a fan for so many years, um, you know, to be acknowledged this year, I mean, I'm in a I'm in a pretty stiff category. I'm sure you've seen. So you know, I'm not even worried about about winning it. I, I you know, I'm just blown away and humbled to even be acknowledged. You know, so um, very very thankful, yeah. and and I, I can't wait to get to Ottawa. That is so cool. It's going to be a great time that weekend in Ottawa in June the CMA Ontario Awards. Let's talk about uh, early in your early in your life, you were a hockey player. 
Uh, and you there bet. was a bet that came into play. I'll let you tell this story. It's, it's how you got into music, which is great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was. Uh, so I played hockey. I played hockey my whole life. I was, you know, three years old. You know, first pair of shoes. My dad went to the sports store. Got my first pair of skates right afterwards. So uh, you know, I've always been a hockey player. That's always been kind of part of my life. And um, so I guess about 13 years old, I asked for a guitar for Christmas because my buddies could play ACDC licks, and I I couldn't, and I I couldn't let that happen. And uh, so, so I asked for I asked for the guitar and um, I started playing and then you know mid teens kind of I guess I kind of stumbled upon country music and uh, just again like you we talked about here for the last little while just fell in love with the songs and fell in love with the stories and the you know just you know I just thought it was all so cool so that's I've been since I've been playing music it's always been country you know I've learned obviously every kind of song pop song rock song and everything else but since I've been a performer it's always been you know, country. And, uh, I would play, I'd, you know, I'd come home from a hockey game and you'd be wound up, you know, how sports can get and you come home and you're still all fired up. So I'd just go hang out grab the guitar and I'd put a song on, uh, you know, whatever I was, you know, YouTube or whatever, and just start, just start playing along to it until I, till I thought it sounded close, as close as I could get it to how it was on YouTube. <laughs> that was pretty much it. Yep. There was no lessons or anything. <laughs> I learned chords off wow. the internet and just started playing and until I thought it sounded cool. as close as I could get it to, to the, to the, to the YouTube mm-hmm. stuff. And the same was singing. Like I never had lessons at first. And, um, but you know, I, I just started trying to get my voice to go as close as I could to whatever I was listening to. And that's kind of how, how it was. Mm-hmm. You know, I'd play campfires, Dave, I'd play, you know, or, uh, you know, I don't know, his grandma, you know, my, my, my grandparents come over. I, you play for your grandparents cause that's what you do. Right. Sure. <laughs> and yep. the family and stuff. And, you know, but eventually, you know, people started to find out about it and, you know, Hey, Chris plays guitar and this and that. So when we'd go on road trips right. to hockey, you know, we'd take a road trip and we'd be on the, you know, the big, the big buses, you know, and uh, yep. we'd be gone for a few days. I, I'd have to bring the guitar cause we'd be doing a kumbaya on the back. <laughs> the boys would get real mad if I didn't bring the guitar with me. So that's that was some of the the beginnings. And then eventually, one of the guys I played hockey with, who still happens to be one of my best buds, uh, he uh, he said, "Hey man, you know you're better than playing in your basement and on a bus. You know you should you should play in bars. You should kind of get out there and do it." And I said, "Nah, no chance." I mean, I was getting encouraged at this point from my family and from my friends and all kinds of stuff, but it was never really on the radar. You know, I was playing junior hockey. I was going to use hockey to help me get into school and get an education. And I had this whole big plan, you know, that was kind of going to be what it was. If not, take a stab at, you know, even professional hockey, if I could, semi-pro, whatever the case might be, like minor pro kind of thing. Um, You know, a lot of guys do that kind of stuff. And I I don't know, that was kind of like my whole thing. And, uh, you know, music was just for fun. And I just played because I loved it you know and uh so anyways he made this bet because i kept saying no and he kept asking and he wouldn't stop so i said listen man he made me the bet he goes if you lose this bet you got to play live i said okay but if i win the bet you never ask me to play music ever again i took the bet wow and i lost and uh i had to get on stage and play (laughs) you know and and uh my first real gig that i played that was you know you know, like a couple sets or whatever, was at a local bar, and as promised, he he told the whole right. town about it, and we had a whole bunch of friends come out, and we made a made a big deal about it in town here, and uh, you know, it just kind of I just kind of fell in love with it, and after that, it was over. You know, I was at one point oh, I, was, I was a full I was a full time university student, I was uh, playing varsity right. hockey at York University, um, I was had a part time job 
and I was playing in bands on the weekends when we didn't have games. Yeah, so it got, it got to a point where I was. It got to a point when I was, you know, I had to make some decisions in life, and and um, mm-hmm. actually, actually, this is actually a, you know, a good good part of the story and, and, a, and a life-changing part of this story, and I think it's a quote that can be used for hopefully a lot of people, but. Um, I didn't, and I, you know, it's not my coach, a coach that I had at the time. Um, I got backstage. Eric Church played in Oshawa. I have the poster framed. It's on my wall. Um, Eric Church played in Oshawa, and it was um, on his on his tour at the time. I think it was 2012, I want to say. And uh, that's when I was doing all those things at once. And I had a playoff game in Windsor the same night. And I had got these tickets months in advance before we knew about the playoffs or anything like that. Right. You know, and I was very dedicated and committed to hockey, and I've never missed a thing, you know, never missed a practice, never missed anything at that level. You just can't. You can't miss sure. anything, right? And so, but I got mm-hmm. these tickets, and like I told you, when I first got started, Eric Church was my guy, you know. Loved your love yeah. the most, hell on the heart. I mean, you're going back to his, you know, debut record, but he was my guy, Absolutely. you know. So when you get those backstage tickets and now I've just found this newfound love for music and it's like, you know, what do I do? You know? And, uh, so I walked into my coach's office and I sat him down and closed the door. And I said, man, I said, I explained to him the whole situation and he looked at me and I'll never forget it. Like verbatim, I can close my eyes and see it. And he goes, you're one of my guys. I need you in Windsor, but if your heart's not going to be in Windsor, then neither should the rest of your body. Wow. So I wow. went to the concert. Yeah, I went to the concert, Dave. I, and you can't miss stuff at that level. <laughs> it's definitely not a playoff game. So I basically packed up my hockey gear. It sounds real dramatic, but I packed up my hockey gear, and I literally, I swear to God, I hung it in my parents' garage, hung my hockey gear up. That was it. Uh, I, was, I was 100% life changed. It's all music from here on out. And it wasn't years, like four years passed before I touched it again, and uh, I've, I put my skates on and I actually, uh, I teach, teach hockey to kids here in Ajax, uh, now as a little thing on the side that I do. And it kind of keeps me connected with the game. Okay. Cause I still do love hockey. Nothing's changed in terms of my love for hockey. It's just my life mm-hmm. changed directions. That's all. Um, but yeah, so I, that's, I, you know, but that was it. That's the story. That's how it happened. That's amazing. How just that, uh, that moment, that time on stage, you fell in love with it. And then it's become your passion ever since, writing songs, performing. Uh, it, it's incredible. And you must feel so great to be at this point now, Chris, with with the Boots and Hearts win, uh, the single out of radio now, uh, Boots and Hearts kickoff party you're going to be part of this summer. So much on the go and other stuff we'll talk about. But how does it feel to be at this point looking back? Um, you know, it's kind of like, uh, to use an analogy, um, it's kind of like you're climbing a tree and you're kind of just reaching for the next branch, you know, and you just kind of right. keep on reaching for it and reaching for it. And then you get finally get a branch and then you go for the next one and you go for the next one. You know, you don't really take the time to look down and see how far you've climbed, mm-hmm. you know? And I think that, you know, True. you know, I'm still nowhere near the top of the tree that I'm climbing. I'm still, like I told you earlier in this uh, chat, I, I'm just, I feel like I'm just getting started here, but you know, mm-hmm. It's nice once in a while to to kind of look down and see how many branches you've climbed, you know. Even though when you're looking up, it seems like you go got a whole lot of tree to go, you know. For sure. And uh, so, for sure. You know, you know how it feels right now. I, I'm thrilled. I'm excited. Um, you know, I'm releasing music that I truly love. Um, you know, 
And I promise I take absolutely nothing for granted. You know, every message that I get from somebody, I reply to every message. You know, anytime someone sends me a message or, you know, a comment or anything, you know, I'm replying. I'm 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 gonna like it, I'm gonna reply to it, I'm gonna send you a message back, I'm gonna because I honestly you know, if it wasn't for again, fans of country music, I wouldn't have gotten through that wild card vote for the Boots and Hearts Emerging Artist Showcase. I, I, I you know, I wouldn't have been able to, you know, grow a following to a point where, you know, we're able to put music out and there's actually people that want to hear it. And so if it wasn't for all those people, you know, um, and all the people also too, that have helped yeah. me along the way on the, on the, uh, the stuff that you don't even, you don't even see like, you know, my family and, you know, my close friends and everybody that's, you know, been a part of the journey along the way that's kind of, you know, encouraged me and supported me and, you know, pushed me back up, you know, kind of kept me going. I mean, there's so many people to be grateful for and thankful for, and I guess that's how I feel. And so that's what I mean when I say I don't take anything for granted. And I, I definitely see, you know, you know, uh, that it takes so much to get to where I'm at right now. And I definitely think that there's a long way to go, but you know, if I'm on that branch looking down, there's a whole lot of people and experiences that I'm thankful for along the way. That is a great perspective to have and to realize that, because, of course, we see the one artist who is you, but uh, there's so many people around you, and you just stated it eloquently, uh, that, that have helped you along the way, family, friends, people in the business. Uh, it really takes a lot of people and appreciating those people to make things move forward. Well, not to mention the guys on stage with me every night. You know, those guys go through the ringer sometimes where, you know, we're – we're, we're hauling it across the 401 trying to get to a gig and we, you know, you know, it, 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 what we do, you know, all that stuff and, and the preparation and all the rehearsal time that it takes and the, you know, the time they spend making sure that they're, you know, as they're incredible musicians, every single one of them. So the time it takes to, to be that good, first of all, and stay that good, um, you know, I mean, if not for them, I, I wouldn't be where I'm at either because they, uh, they bring it every night and, and, and they really help, um, they helped me deliver the, the show and the product. And again, like I said, it's not for them. So I wouldn't be doing what I'm doing. So, you know, another reason to be thankful. So I, you know, it's, it's like you said, it's, you know, you see, you know, a, you know, a photo of me, you know, right. but there's so many people that stand beside me in that photo that you don't see. Yeah. Great way of putting it. Sorry to cut you off, Dave, but if it wasn't for you taking the yeah. time, you know, with your podcast and your show and taking the time to talk to, you know, artists like myself and so many others that I've seen you, you know, do, it's it's people like you that, that kind of help us get out there in front of people and, and give us an opportunity to be successful and to, uh, and to, you know, make new friends in the business and all that. So, again, you're, you're another one of those guys that I would definitely thank, to you know, along the way. Appreciate that very much. It's such a great business. We're in the country music world, the business, uh, so many great people in it. I wanted to ask you as well, Chris, about challenges along the way. You've talked about, you know, the, well, all the successes, of course, and uh, great things happening. When things aren't going quick enough or maybe you get a little discouraged along the way at any point, what has kept you going or, you know, kept you in the game and, and wanting more? <laughs> well, I, how much time you got? <laughs> um, you know, there's so many – well, I mean, there's, I think there's two different answers to your question. There are two different, there's two different questions that I can answer out of what you just asked. First and foremost, you know, I have an amazing a group of people behind me, my, my family and, you know, my friends and, um, you know, um, my band and, and those people that have been behind me for, for years and years. I mean, I've had these guys that are playing for me, 
you know, I've had these guys with me for years, you know, they've been with me a long time. My family's been with me there since the beginning. And, you know, there's so many people that are behind me. So, you know, yeah, there are, there are, you know, a lot of struggles in the business and, you know, I don't think we have enough time in this conversation for me to tell you all of them. It's tough, but at the same time, you know, we go back to that tree analogy. It's like, you know, you may miss the branch, but you just got to keep on swinging for it because maybe, you know, you'll you'll get those fingers on it and you can pull yourself up to that next level. And it's it's seeing right that on. opportunity and it's 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 having the, the kind of the drive and the and the kind of the almost stubbornness and competitiveness to, with yourself, you know, like like competing with yourself to be better and to say, hey, listen, yep. you know, I'm going to keep on getting better. I'm just going to keep on being the best that I can be. I think a lot of that comes from the hockey world for me. Um, just to try and be the best that I can be and put myself in a position to be successful. And if I'm doing all those things and there's a lot of them, then, then, you know, I'll improve and eventually I'll hopefully get a chance to, to earn it. And that's what I'm trying to do is to earn it. I'm not asking, you know, no, I think, you know, no artist is asking for, you know, anything handed to them. And, you know, I just think, you know, if you put yourself in a position to be successful, then hopefully then you get a bounce that comes your way every once in a while. Um, and how you deal with some of that negative stuff. I mean, how I personally do is, you know, I just think that you have to like, you know, let yourself be upset if something's happened that's that's negative or something, but realize that you got to turn yourself around and pick it back up right afterwards, right? I think uh, I had another hockey coach that yeah. said, hey, listen, you can't get too high and you can't get too low. You know, you got to you, let right. yourself celebrate. Yeah. Let yourself celebrate when something amazing happens. Let yourself feel amazing. Yep. But then pull yourself back down and get back on get back on your feet and say, "Hey, listen, we got to the next branch. Now let's look up and find another next one." You know, and nice. when something happens that's tough and you're yeah. having a bad, you're having a, you're having a challenge, you're having a bad day or whatever it is, let yourself feel that way for a while. You know, get it out. Don't bottle it up. But then mm-hmm. pick yourself up again and say, "Okay, I missed the branch, but the branch is still right there in the same spot." You know, yeah, it's going to reach forward again. Love that. So ahead this summer, Chris, uh, the single is out now, of course. Loved you like that. You're going to be at Boots and Hearts kickoff party. What else have you got to lined up? People can check you out uh, upcoming this summer. Actually, we're headed to uh, we're headed all the way to Quebec this summer, which I'm really really excited about. Um, nice. And we're uh, yeah, and so and then yeah, of course you touched on the Boots and Hearts kickoff party with uh, I think we're doing it with Cadillac Three and with Chase Rice. So that's really exciting. That's going to be a fun bill. Pretty cool. And uh, yeah, absolutely. How we're working on a bunch of other shows right now that, that uh, have yet to be announced. So unfortunately I can't tell you it's a secret still. Right. Uh, but you know, <laughs> we're going to be, we're going to kind of be all over the place and, and, and playing as much right. as we can um, doing, uh, you know, just want to be in front of people and playing this, playing the music. And, and that's, uh, we do a lot of the other stuff in the business so that we can get on stage and do it. But uh, you can check us out on, uh, you know, Instagram, um, Twitter, Facebook, the website, everything, you know, everywhere, anywhere you want to check us out. I uh, would love to hear from you, you know, send us messages. Send me mess. I'll always reply to the messages. So, um, you know, that's awesome. you know, however you want to get a hold of me or follow along, you know, I appreciate it. And, uh, you know, it's, it's been really fun so far. Chris, I want to thank you so much. First time on the show. We've known each other a long time. Great to have you here. And thanks for taking the time to be here and chat. It's been wonderful. Hey, thanks for having me, Dave. It's a pleasure chatting with you. Once again, my guest has been Ontario country artist Chris Barkley. His debut single, Out of Country Radio Now, is called Loved You Like That. I'm Dave Woods, and that'll wrap up this edition of In the Country.